dreams are valid, they say. And I guess for today, she says exactly what that means. She started playing off cricket in school. She left it in 2019. She started uh, hosting the 2019 Super League draft. She went on also to um, start commenting uh, on radio, doing cricket. In 2020, she hosted the CGL Awards, Imperial Lions Awards, and also worked as a media officer for the Momentum Proteus Women's Cricket Team. We get to chat to the Soho boy about who she is, her life, where she comes from, what she wanted to be growing up, and why she's doing what she's doing. Yay! Okay. I guess I'm welcome to Conversations with Nusi. I'm so excited to be joining you today. Can I tell you that you and I have officially come full circle? Yeah. Now I'll explain why. The first time you and I ever met, you were interviewing me yes. uh, in Soweto yeah. on your brother's production thing and thingy. Yes, uh, I remember. Yes, so, so that's how you and I got to interact and got to know about each other and it's surprising and it's weird that that we've come full circle man and we're sitting on opposite sides and I'm the one that's doing the interview um, and I uh, thank you so much for your time thank you for availing yourself I feel very honored to, 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 to be sitting and having a chat with you because there's so much that I want us to really talk about yeah. um, so so but before we get to other things that you've done who is Lisa Hopoy? Firstly, let me just say that it's good to be on the other side. <laughs> Not to for a change. To <laughs> for a change. For a change. <laughs> yeah, who is Lucifer? That's often, uh, like, you know, a very tough question to, to, to answer because, uh, you know, Lucifer is just multifaceted yeah. person. Um, but I'll just start off by saying that Lucifer is is this young. I still choose to believe that I'm still young. Okay. young lady who grew up mm. in a small mining town. Of Carltonville. Yeah. Uh, I'm the only girl amongst three boys. Um, raised with uh, both uh, both my mom and my dad until I think my early teens when um, I lost my father. Mm. Um, and then life became a little bit tough because I mean now from a home where two parents are earning money to one, you know, a single parent earning money can be a bit tough. But I mean, with all the love and the support that I got from my mom just made it possible for me to, you know, continue pushing and be the person that I am today. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just really, really love cricket. That's mm. just my passion. Absolutely loved it. Love it. Played it in, in primary school, high school. Um, and now, yeah, I, I'm a presenter. Um, <laughs> look, we'll get to, to speak about Lesser Hopoe, the yeah. cricket presenter. Yeah. Um, but but so, so let's not fast forward that far. Um, Growing up as a, as a little girl in Caltonville, what did you want to be? Who did you want to become? I I remember vividly having a a, a booklet. You know how as young girls we always have like a diary or yeah. a book where we can write all our dreams and aspirations. Yeah. And I remember um, reading through it uh, just about a year ago, and I wrote, "This is going to be crazy, but listen to this." Okay. I wrote I wanted to be a TV presenter. I also said I wanted to be a model. Okay. <laughs> I said I wanted to be an actress. Okay. <laughs> and I said I wanted to follow in the footsteps of Oprah Winfrey. And Wowza. Yes, I know those are big <laughs> shoes to fill. But I, I all I remember is that I wanted to be in the media and entertainment Yeah. Space. Okay. And I knew that I was good with my words and I can and I'm able to interact with people and and that just the media space was something that looked really attractive mm. to me um, and then 
I finished high school, funny enough, after high school because I loved spending time in the kitchen. I loved to cook. So being a chef came into play, funny enough. Okay. And, and then I decided, okay, maybe let's do hospitality. In school, this is in now post-matric. Post post-matric. Okay. And then um, I remember there was a gentleman who said that and because you know I was going to a private school, yeah, hotel mm. school. Okay. And it was so expensive and I thought I was gonna secure a bursary from, from him and I didn't get it and then that just changed all my plans. I had to go start working. Okay. I worked at EPSA. Yes, I worked okay. at EPSA for a good four years um, as a customer service assistant at the head offices. But, I, but at the back of my mind, I knew, man, this financial space sector wasn't for me. And my heart still pulled me in the direction of the of, of media and entertainment. Mm. The hospitality, I had put it aside. In fact, that, that vision had died. Just died out, yeah. And yeah, and, and I worked at EPSA for, for quite a while. So, so, so now, I mean, you had a little girl who wanted to become a TV presenter, a model follow the force of Oprah Winfrey mm. and at some point become a chef mm. um, so so then 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 the older you become you know the more things become clearer for you that I, I can't be a chef for whatever reason um, I can't be a model for whatever reason uh, then okay well, <laughs> you were too short to become a model so that's fine um, and, and and then circumstances and put you in a in a in a working environment in a corporate environment where you're working yes. for for a bank um, so, so the transition from, from from moving out of corporate into the media space, how and when did that happen? That happened after, it happened when I decided, Hore, I'm actually going to get myself an agent. Okay. So, so let me just give you the timeline. After working at EPSA, I went to go work at another company. It was also an investment banking company. Mm. I worked there for a year. Oh man, I was so miserable. I was so miserable. <laughs> okay. And and moving from from EPSA where it is this uh, macro company, it's yeah. big. It's at the head office. They have over what six thousand people employees. working in and out. Yeah. I moved to a smaller boutique investment banking company with only ninety employees. Okay. I think that's when I realized that this space is not for me. Mm. And with every single day of me waking up was misery. And there was there was a day when I was just like after a year, literally I had hit a year at that company yeah. and I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. And I resigned. I I went to go uh, look for an agency. Okay. Which is Gaino. And I remember dropping them an email and I said, This is who I am, this is what I want to become, and this is the vision and the dream. Can I can I be under your your agency? Mm. And they responded to me and said, sure thing. Oh, firstly, they asked me, what have I done in the industry? At that time, I had not done nothing. Okay. I remember just being part of my brother's uh, production, uh, away to theater, and I linked that, I linked that on, on, on the email. And also, um, I added information about how I, I did a, of some presenting work at church. And luckily, I had done something for one... Um, one gospel. Yeah, the TV one channel. Gospel, yeah. Yes, because I was at church then, and mm. then they invited me. They said, "Look, can you please be the host for this uh, one gospel mm. show because they're coming to our church?" And I said, "Cool stuff." 
So I added that on on the email mm. on the list that I have done, you know, and um, and luckily they just said, okay, cool. They didn't ask for a link or whatever. Yeah. They just said, cool, we'll, we'll come we'll, through. Yeah. yeah, come through. And um, and I started the journey with Gaino, and I remember my agent saying to me. In order for us to get you into into the space and introduce you to this world, how about you audition for a top actor? Even oh, yes. if I wanted to be an actor back then, I, I honestly, in my adult years, I really did not want to be an actor. Mm. I knew what the vision was. Okay. The vision was to be a presenter. Yeah, not an actor. No, not an actor. And then I was just a bit skeptical. She said, "Just do it. Like you're yeah. gonna gain something from it. Mm. You know." You might just be brilliant at it, or you might just suck. But just either way, just, just give it, a, give it a bash, yeah. I sent through a, mon- a monologue. They absolutely loved it. <laughs> I was just so shocked. Okay. I was like, okay, so they come back to me and they said, "Okay, Nasaha, we love your monologue. Come through for an actual audition," because I had sent a video yeah. first. So that was the first round. Second round is come to to the studio and um, give us another monologue. Mm. Okay, cool. So I wrote my own script because I'm thinking to myself, if I Google a script and I have to re- remember a whole monologue, yo, that's gonna take forever. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote my own script, and funny enough, that script spoke about how the whole creation waits with eager expectations for the daughters, the son and daughters to be born. Okay. And how I've waited such a long time for me to get my big break and do what I absolutely love. That was my audition. And I remember the producer sitting there and just amazed at this young girl who's coming with a story and she's teary-eyed giving an audition. Was it a personal monologue? Was it was it you speaking to yourself or what was it? It was a personal monologue. That's okay. why it came from such a deep place. Okay. And I remember shedding a tear at that audition because it was me just saying for it. I've waited so long, I don't know when this is going to happen, but I'm going to give it one more try. Mm. And, that, and after that audition, I waited a couple of days and I got a yes. And I was part of the top actor, top 12 uh, contestants that were going to be part of this TV production that was going to be on BET. Okay. So first time. So this is first, this is your first time. First time you've never yes. acted. You've never been in front of no. a camera before. You've you've never had to read lines and scripts and all of this. How did that change your life? How did you feel when you got the call that says you're in? Firstly, I cried. Okay. I've been getting so many no's. The first time I got a yes it was so surreal. And. I was just like, okay, this is amazing. I called my mom and I was like, I just got a yes. Yeah. I'm going to be part of this production. But I never prepared for that yes, funny enough. Yeah. I didn't. Pre- I had. I had not prepared for that opportunity. So I went in there, going into a whole new world, not knowing what to do. Mm. Um, and I was just like, I'm going to win this. I don't know how many weeks I'm going to I'm gonna last in this competition, but I'm going to win yeah, it. Yeah, I'm here. So. I'm here, so let's just make the best of it. And I was competing against people that went to the... Babadi, mm. but they studied drama. And here I am with this natural gift. And I just... I, I, yeah, I tried to do the best I, I, I could, but it was, it was a difficult space to be in. Mm. Because I, it was not familiar to me. And, and your heart was not even there in the first place. I mean, I mean, so so, 
as much as as a, as a young girl growing up you had ambitions of becoming an actress in your adult life the dream almost got aborted or it just died a, 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 a slow death without you not without you being even aware of it would would, would, would that be why you felt like mm, it's happening but but i'm not here yeah i wasn't there because it was my first love I knew what my first love okay. was. My first love was holding the mic, standing in front of a camera or in front of an audience and just authentically being myself. Okay. That was me. So, so that then you played cricket in school, so this is primary and high school. Um, and then, then in 2019, <laughs> surprisingly I bumped into you in Soweto. <laughs> And you were the host of the, or you one of the co-hosts of the of the 2019 Zanzibar Super League draft. How did that come about? What happened? Um, so that was such a crazy, crazy opportunity. So in, in in November of 2018, I decided to open up my own YouTube channel. Okay. So this was after I realized, hold it, okay, no, I'm not going to continue in the acting space. That's not for me. Mm. I'm going to rather pursue what I know sets my soul on fire. Okay. So when, when I heard that the Mzanti Super League was starting and I had just recently opened up uh, my YouTube channel, I was like, okay, let me solely dedicate this YouTube channel to cricket content. Okay. And Because I realized that, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of ladies that look like me, that sound like me, that behave like me in the cricket space. True. I played cricket my entire life and I'm a presenter. Why not link the two, marry the two, and just follow that. Mm. So I started my YouTube channel November of 2018 as the first Mzanti Super League started. Mm -hmm. So that created content for you know for myself or, as, or, and the or, or possible or even possible future employees, right? Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then so so someone at CSA saw the content that I had put out there on YouTube and they're like hey actually we need someone like this pull through so um, so I started just doing like certain shows for them and interviewing some players but nothing concrete right mm. only fast, fast forward to um, to, to 2019. 2019 then I get a call I was at home Actually, I was at Woolies doing grocery shopping, and they called me. One of the guys, okay, so from CSA, calls mm. me. He's like, "This is we need a co-host. Are you are you available?" He went for today or tomorrow, but no, we're shooting tomorrow. The the live event is happening tomorrow. Yeah. You come through today, uh, so that you could just meet the people that you'll be, you know, presenting. Working with, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, cool. You like me a whole? Wait, you want me to post the draft? It's like yes. The the Mzansi Super League player draft. They're like yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, went to Soweto and we did like, we were rehearsing. Where's the trolley at this time? Hey? <laughs> Where's the trolley? Close the trolley, where is it? <laughs> I, 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 Firstly, the night before, I was just like, my nerves were killing me. Mm. My anxiety was like... Understandably so. I mean, it, it, it's the biggest draft ever. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and I thought to myself, are these people prematurely releasing me to this world of cricket? Mm. Like, am I even ready for this? Oh, but anyway, clearly I was. Because I got there, um, 
and I did my thing. I was nervous as nervous can be, um, but I did my thing and I remember going home and thinking to myself, I did it. I didn't back out. I had an opportunity to back out and say I won't do it, yeah. but I did it and I was so proud of myself and I was just in awe that I was given such a big opportunity. How did that change your life? And, and, and maybe a follow-up question would then be, how, how did this almost springboard your career to what you never thought it would be? Oh man, it, 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 I think it gave me firstly a bit of credibility, Okay. right? Because, you know, there's certain moments where um, I'm asking questions to, to the coaches and and as I play back, I'm thinking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know my stuff. <laughs> I, I can I, do this. I can do this. Mm. I'm going to be in the space, you know. And so that gave me a bit of credibility. Mm. Um, but, but it really just, it felt like it was, it was putting a stamp on who I am and saying, I'm in the game. I'm here. Remember my face. Remember my name. I'm here to stay. Okay. Yeah. That's what it did for me. So, so we'll pause a bit. So. And then, and then and then go back to so in all of this so so you speak about that you're the only girl amongst three boys yes. uh, so in all of this how's the family structure or the family support structure for you what is your family saying in all of this my mom has always supported the vision okay always even my brothers all of them mm. and and if my dad was a was still alive i know for a fact he would have been that person that just tells his own all family <laughs> friends that, that's my daughter, daughter. that's that my, daughter. my daughter some doing something new mm. and fresh right as a young black girl you know um because i got influenced by by him growing up because my dad used to watch a lot of sports on tv okay so there, were, there were moments where we would sit literally the whole day watching an odi the whole day, yeah. Day. Ten to six, you're sitting there doing absolutely nothing. We sit there the whole day. After watching cricket the whole day, the next day we there at uh, in the backyard, and I'm playing cricket with my brothers. One bounce, one hand. We're that kind of mm. you know, family that just plays sports together. Um, so, so that has just always been me. And so, for them to see me walk into the space, they they thought to myself. Why didn't we see this coming actually? Mm, because this, it's been there. It's been there. It's always been there. So they are in full support. That's, that's, I think that's nice. So so now, so you hosted the 2019 MSL draft. And then we hear your voice on radio as a commentator. How, when did this happen? This is a really interesting story. So remember I told you about the YouTube channel, yeah. right? So on, on, on Twitter, I decided to add on my bio that aspirant cricket commentator. Okay. At that time, I wasn't a cricket yeah. commentator and I was not in the cricket space. But I wrote that I was an aspirant cricket commentator. And Simon Gear sees my... The Simon Gear. The weatherman. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he sees me. Um, he sees... I think he saw my profile on his timeline on Twitter. Mm. He went onto my DMs slid into my DMs and was like It went down in the DMs, yeah. It went down in the DMs. He said, Hi Lesoko, I'm Simon Gear. I see that you're an aspirant cricket commentator. I have a platform called One World Sports Radio. And if you'd like to come onto this platform and learn about commentary, feel free to hop on. 
It was literally as simple as that. I, I, and then he asked for my numbers. I sent them to him. He called me literally that that afternoon. Sure. And we had a conversation about me hopping on to One World Force Radio and learning about commentary. And how long were you there for? Uh, I'm still there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Work. So. All right. You know, okay. But but I'm still there. I'm still. It, it's something that I've realized that it needs a lot of time and energy and skill to learn and to. And perfect, it. yes. And mm. I've got the patience for that. But um, yeah, it, it, it's just a great opportunity and platform for me. Okay, so let's fast forward now to 2020, which which for me almost became or well, I, I classified as as probably your biggest year um, in in within this space. So in 2020. Um, you hosted the, the Central Houting Lions Awards. Uh, you then hosted the Imperial Lions Cricket Awards. Uh, and then you host, you were one of the co-hosts of the biggest female um, award ceremony, which is the Momentum uh, um, G-Sport Awards. How surreal was that for you? I mean, I mean, taking them in that particular order, you know, starting with the Central Houting Lions. Yeah. Mm. Imagine flourishing in the midst of a pandemic where people are losing jobs. Yeah. Right, left, and center. Mm. And for me to have opportunity after opportunity in 2020, for me, it was just like mind blowing. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really, really good year for me. And, and it, in fact, it was, it was a good year even when we look at. Just how confident I have grown in my craft. Yeah. I've become more comfortable and trusting of myself behind the mic and in front of the camera. I think the more work I've been doing, I've been realizing that yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I'm getting there. <laughs> I am. I'm not I'm, a fluke. I, I can am, do this. I yeah. Can do, uh, you know, I'm mm. not an imposter or anything. Yeah. Like I am. I am good at this. I'm gifted. So. Mm. Um, yeah, hosting the Central Kauteng Awards, Wanele hit me up and he, and he said, Mr. Hopkins, this is what we're doing. And, and it was myself and Cliff that really put that together. Mm. Um, there wasn't anyone helping us, holding this camera. Mm. It, it, we were just too mental. Okay. And for it to, to come together like that was brilliant. And I enjoyed it. Mm. I enjoyed the creativity behind it, like choosing different, you know, boardrooms at the Wonders Cricket Stadium to kind of shoot our content. It was great. And and Wanele helping with the script and putting things together. It was amazing. And um, moving on to the Lions. So the Lions Awards, I did the voiceover work. Okay. And that was, I think, the first big platform I've been given to do voiceover work. And for one of to trust me and say, hey, I'm willing to also Give it a bash, push yeah. you into mm. the space. Go ahead and do it. And I, and I did it. I didn't realize who was over work in the civic. No, yeah, this take two. Uh, <laughs> take hundred. <laughs> didn't come out right. You're Almost perfect. Yeah, you know. yeah. It is a lot of work. It is something I really enjoyed. And I was like, mm, I figured for a, I'm, it's something that I'm willing to put more time and energy to. Mm. And hopefully I'll keep getting more uh, voiceover opportunities. And then the cherry on top. Yo. G-Sport, no. I hold you. The Momentum G-Sport Awards. I, I felt like I was in a whole new world altogether. Mm. There was red carpet. There were, we were dressed by top designers. 
the lights, the camera, the professionalism of the, you know, the production, the back mm. office. Everything came together so brilliantly. And I remember Kaz Naidu painting this image to me and I was just like, wow, this is this is huge. Mm. This is huge. And for me to be part of such a big thing, particularly for women's sports, it really just I, I was really happy to, to be awarded that opportunity mm. to be a VIP um, host, yeah. Look, I think, you know, over time we've seen how the, the, the world of sport has changed, you know, or, or that continues to change and evolve. Um, so, so we see a lot of women coming to the, to the fore. We see a lot of, and not just any other women, but, 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 but prominent women who, who are deserving of being, of being where, where you guys are. Um, so, so the industry is somewhat evolving. It's, it's, all, it's always been predominantly male-dominated, and, and we're seeing a lot of young women coming to the fore. Um, so, so what do you think still needs to happen, you know, to to almost level the playing fields and, and have more women come in mm. and do what they're particularly good at? Mm. I, I immediately think of, obviously, more money. Okay. I mean, you got to up the money. That's important. Mm -hmm. Like, if I assess, uh, I'll speak of cricket because that's what I know. Yeah. That's my area of expertise. So, when we look at the provincial leagues, right, the men and the women, so domestic leagues, the men are getting paid, right? Bashab, mm. The women on the other hand, they still need to have a nine to five, something else that they could do on the side in order to for sustain them themselves to sustain and themselves. still play the sport that they love. Still play, play, the, play the sport. So, 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 so remuneration is important. Okay. If we want to retain the players, the women in cricket or any other sport, remuneration is important um, and also more leagues you gotta have more leagues because you also want to you want to create a space where we can identify new talent we can hold talent and we can make sure that it keeps growing right so more leagues great uh, um, looking at grassroots levels mm. developing those levels as well developing batters we need more 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 batters uh, when we look at women as well and also in the main side but but yeah, I think that we still have, we've grown so much, um, but we still have an opportunity to keep growing. And um, and I think one thing that I can commend the Imperial uh, Lions, right? Mm. CGL, they, they have uh, attained sponsorship for the women's side, which is great. Yeah. Which is great. That means progress. Yeah. That's the kind of news that we want to keep waking up to every single day when yeah. it comes to women's sports. Precisely. Yeah. Important. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So then, you know, as, as if hosting these three big awards were not big enough, you then get an opportunity to be the media officer for the Momentum Proteus Women Cricket Team, yeah. um, and travel to India with them, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. How was that experience for you? That was a life-changing experience. That was a first for me to okay. travel abroad and to also uh, be a media manager for the Momentum Purchase Woman. It was a great opportunity. I've grown so much, I've learned so much, and, and also I've learned so much in terms of how I understand the game. Okay. From back office, yes, that's true. But also having moments where I sit with uh, like Abba, so Abba is one of the guys, part of the management team, and so to, to sit with him and get some, you know, information. I remember there was a time in India where 
we he was he was um, coaching and teaching uh, Ayabonga Kaka of where to ball her lines and legs. Okay. Because right? obviously you need to prepare for 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 the next game that you're playing with uh, the Indian team. Yeah. So obviously you need to be fully prepared for that. And so I'm sitting with him and I'm watching and observing and I'm listening to him as he's you know coaching Aya where to land her balls, where mm. to where the length is, needs to be, where the line needs to be, and I'm listening to the technicalities of of just the bowling. Mm. You know, and I just, I was just like, I'm learning, I'm learning so much because that's creating a different texture to to my knowledge on the game, mm. right? And and it's something that I really truly appreciated. But also just being with the team, getting to know the players, uh, you know, chatting to like your Laura Wolfart, your Sinalo Jefta who's there, and all the other players that that, that were there. It, it, it was great to just be at close knit proximity with mm. them and get to know them not only as players but outside as, as people, as yeah, people, mm. as people. So it was it was a great opportunity. I felt so privileged to be in that space. I mean, so so. I think I think that experience on its own is, is a great exposure for anybody who, who travels abroad with, with with any national team. So 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 when you look at how 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 people in other countries run and manage their sport, how do you think we are doing back home? I I, I think we're doing quite quite well. Um, I have not really assessed how you know international. Uh, mm media managers do their thing um, but I, I'll speak on the quality that I've seen okay. in South Africa yeah. um, and I will speak um, to Spokazi who is the media manager for the Proteus for the male guy yeah. mm. and um, the one that came before her Malukutu yeah. brilliant brilliant media manager and even now, Kokezo, who's part of the women's side, brilliant. And, 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 and those are people that I have seen that have been close to me where I'm able to, to look at the quality of work that they, they are producing and you would want to, you know, mimic that mm. and follow in their footsteps. So I'll speak on the quality that I'm seeing in South Africa and it's, and it's sheer brilliance. Sure. Okay. Um, so, so you are here and, and I think, I think you are I'm amongst one of the best you know sports women in sport right so i think let's just give it the right title so so you're one of the excelling women in sport right so so you were listed as uh, part of the top 10 list of the mcs by g sport for 2020 2021 to look forward to and to hire so so that on its own then says to you you have almost started scratching the surface and, 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 and the industry is beginning to see all of that. Um, what is next for you? So, so if you're looking at everything that you've been able to do over the past two years, let's not even go far, let's look at what you've been able to do over the past two years, 2019, 2020, um, and then looking at where you're currently at, what do you want to achieve for yourself? Oh, there's so much I want to achieve, so much. I don't know if I want to <laughs> to label each and every single thing no, so that, that I want to key, do. No, so key key things for you. But but um, super sport is the goal. Okay. Super sport is definitely the goal. And yeah, so anyone that's working on the She's asking guys. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it will happen when it needs to happen. Yeah. 
It will happen at a God-ordained time. It's not something that I am rushing or pushing for. Mm. It, it's something that will happen, and, and and I'm looking forward to that. And 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 right now, I I understand that we we often need to prepare for opportunities that we want in the future. Yeah. And and what I'm doing today is so important for what it is that I am I'm expecting for tomorrow. So my level of commitment to today, mm. and the work that I'm putting in, and the sacrifices that I'm making for when that opportunity presents itself, that I am ready as ready can be. Just the most credible, flawless speaker, confident, knows her game from inside out. That is me and that's the goal. Okay. Um. And of course, with the international, it's, 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 it's like highest. Like we want to go international. Everyone wants to go international. No, 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 no. That 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 is a must. Yeah. That is a must. So, yeah. So, what is your value proposition? And and by that I mean, what is that one thing that you want people to think about? And it, this this could be different things by different people, mm. but all of them should come, should always come to the same thing. What is what is that one thing that you want people to remember you for when your name gets mentioned? So if I say Lesoko Boy, what is that one thing that you want people to remember you for? You know, when you did your your your, your intro, you spoke about a dream, right? Yeah. Someone who dared to dream. The only reason why I am where I am today is because I had a dream and I had the courage to unrelentlessly go after that dream. Okay. Even with a host of no's, people questioning who you are, and whether you're capable or not capable. But at the end of the day, I knew what it is that I wanted to do. And I knew that I was passionate about this one thing, and I am going to go after it. So I want people to look at me and they think to themselves, she had a dream, she pursued her dream, and she lived her dream. And that people want to be inspired at the end of the day, you see. People want to be inspired to, to, to fulfill their own purposes. Mm. And if I am able to spark that little idea, for it, I too am able to, to pursue, because she didn't, I couldn't. Speak about inspiration. So, so who are the people that inspired you, with an exception of Oprah Winfrey, always, for obvious mm -hmm. reasons, but, but, but who are the people that, that really inspired you along the journey, pre, during, and, and even now? I'm going to start off with my mom. I'm actually just getting a bit emotional thinking okay. about it. There is nothing more beautiful than having a, a support system like a mother who will see it, who will see you, look at you, and know for it. You can pursue anything you want to pursue. And I will back you up and I will support you as a parent. Mm. She's my number one inspiration. Her, her heart her mindset, her work ethic, her love, like is the one thing that has driven me to be where I am. She's, she is a true inspiration. Okay. Um, Mama, we thank you. Mama, <laughs> we thank you. We thank you. From and, all of uh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, I mean, when you think of cricket, you think of Kaz Naidu, right? Yeah. When you think of cricket, you think of Natalie Jamanis, right? Yeah. And, and for me, those are women that have like paved the way for me mm. and that have made it possible for us to dream and say, we also 
can occupy those spaces. And, and I look at Kaz and what she has done with not only cricket, but also G-sports. Mm. It is really inspirational, you know? And, and Kaz Knight, um, Natalie Germanis with her credibility and just also having to have an opportunity to work for the ICC, truly inspirational. So yeah, those are people that I, I truly look up to. And, um, and it's so good because they are even, I am able to talk to them. I, mm. I can text them on WhatsApp and say, uh, Natalie, can you help me with this? The other time I was on a Zoom call with her. How amazing is that? Where mm. women can like look out for each other. Yeah. Kaz and I do the same thing. I can pick up the phone and call Kaz. Be Kaz and I do. Mm. Is a lady I can, I have on speed dial. My life. No, <laughs> <laughs> no honestly. <laughs> I, those, those are my true inspirations. Sure, I think I think you've said a mouthful. I I could go on forever with you, um, but 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 I'd like to wish you well. Um, I think you've shown that if you dream hard enough and if you work hard enough um, and you pace yourself accordingly, you are able to achieve that which is meant for you. Right? So so I'd like to wish you well in in this journey. Uh, may your star continue to rise. May you continue to do amazing things. May you continue to rewrite history and cement your place in the business um, and, and continue using your talents, man, because I've learned that they'll take you far. Um, you'd be surprised at, at, at how far they can take you. So, so from, from me to you, keep shining. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep inspiring. The best is yet to come. Super sport is still coming. Yes. The world is still coming. Yes. Uh, young women will look at you and say, I want to be like Lisa Hopoy. Yeah. I want to follow in her footsteps. I want to do better, not because we're competing, mm. but because she's been able to set the standard for all of us to look at. Um, she's been able to hold the door open for us. So 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 that for me is is my wish for you. And I and I pray that that you continue being as sparkling as you've been being as amazing as you've been and thank you so much for your time. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a wrap. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>